are now an interactive resource through our local food coordinators. So they're around the state building relationships with food and farm businesses in their regions and their communities and understanding the needs and being a resource to them, both for marketing services and knowing who else is offering what services like NCAT and CFAC in Missoula. Like we, we're very collaborative and, and local food coordinators are that the spoke out to the community. In this episode of Voices from the Field, Incat Horticulture Specialist Tammy Howard talks with Drew Shanafelt, the director of Abundant Montana. Abundant Montana has been a staple local foods directory in Montana since the 1990s. In recent years, it has evolved from being a static directory to a dynamic multimedia resource for consumers, food suppliers, and producers. In this conversation, Tammy and Drew talk about how producers can use Abundant Montana as a resource in their marketing and outreach to customers. Let's listen. Hi there, everybody. My name is Tammy Howard, and I work with the National Center for Appropriate Technology as an agriculture specialist. And I work a lot with beginning farmers and uh, farmers market capacity and uh, vendor capacity. And I just wanted to introduce you to the person we're going to be talking with today, his name is Drew Shanafelt, and he is the director of a local foods listing service in the state of Montana, and he is based out of Bozeman, Montana. Welcome, Drew. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. Well, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, what brought you to your work with the Abundant Montana Project and and your work with local foods in Montana? So I grew up in Olympia, Washington, and my mom grew up in Whitefish, Montana. So we would go there twice a year, once for my birthday in the summer, once in the winter to go skiing. I actually learned to ski at Big Mountain, now Whitefish Resort, and loved it. But grew up in Olympia. Upon graduating, I I was looking for schools and engineering was what I wanted to study. So I came to Montana State in Bozeman. And a lot of my passion for environmental sustainability is where the food stuff started. But it started as environmental sustainability more around energy and then started reading books about food. After graduating in 2017, I studied industrial engineering. I read a book called Grain by Grain by Bob Quinn and went to a talk where he talked about the book with Liz Carlisle and talked to him afterwards. Was very He um, seemed to like me, I guess. So two weeks later, I got a call from him. The manager of the oil barn at the time was leaving. And so I moved to Big Sandy for... I lived there for two years working as the manager of the oil barn. And that was the the introduction to food, working in food systems and a food business specifically. And then I got on the board of Arrow. And then Lindsay Ganong, our previous director of Abundant Montana, moved on. And I was in transition moving out of Big Sandy. So it worked out to transition from the board to staff and been here for about a year and a half. As the director, separate from work, I am an avid Ultimate Frisbee player. I compete nationally with Ultimate Frisbee and I play hockey in the winter. 
Cool. It's so great to hear about your background and your um, journey into sustainable agriculture. And and yes, Bob Quinn and Liz Carlisle are rock stars in Montana. Seriously. So um, it was great that you were able to um, do some work with, with them and inspired to um, start your path in, in sustainable agriculture with those two. So uh, I know of Abundant Montana as, as basically like an outreach tool for, for local food. And I, I knew it mainly as a, like a local food listing service, but maybe mm-hmm. you can talk about the origin and the purpose of Abundant Montana and how it's differentiated from the Alternative Energy Resources Organization, which kind of started it way back when it first got up and running. Absolutely. Yeah. And we, we are a program of Arrow, the Alternative Energy Resources Organization. So we are one in the same, but we've branded ourselves and we're positioned to move to be a, a separate entity eventually, um, following along with a template from Michigan. Uh, Taste the Local Difference is the company there that we're kind of, we're partnered with and following their template. But to back up, Abundant Montana has been around since the late 90s as a directory connecting Montanans to Montana grown food. It started as a print directory, moved to a, it was revolutionary when it became a spreadsheet and you could search through it. And then uh, moved to the website, Arrow's website. It was on there for a while. And then COVID caused its disruptions and there were many organizations that saw the benefits of having mapping local food around the state and making it easier to contact local producers. Through lots of conversations and collaboration, we identified Taste Local Difference as a model that we'd want to adopt here in Montana and adapt for Montana because Montana is not Michigan. Turns out there's a lot more people and a lot in Michigan, and we have a lot more land, a lot, lot more space. So we're using them as a template. Um, again, it's a, but we're a program of abundant or excuse me, abundant is a program of arrow. And yeah, our, our mission is to educate consumers about the value of local food and support them in finding local food and using local food, how to use it. And then we support food and farm businesses, building successful, well-connected businesses with our marketing services. Yeah, um, that's, that's a great yeah. description. I've seen it evolve into a marketing services uh, program, and it's been really great to see the evolution from just being sort of a a listing service to kind of a multimedia and social uh, multimedia and social media beacon for local foods. And so, can you talk about how it evolved from just that? Uh, spreadsheet and then basically just sort of a, a static listing service on the website to the multifaceted tool that, that it is today? Yes, mainly resources. It went from being static and not funded to now we have a staff of many talented people to support the work. And a critical piece of the model, the Abundant Montana model is our local food coordinators. So as opposed to being this static directory that 
kind of just accepts information and stores it. We are now an interactive resource through our local food coordinators. So they're around the state building relationships with food and farm businesses in their regions and their communities and understanding the needs and being a resource to them, both for marketing services and knowing who else is offering what services like NCAT and CFAC in Missoula. Like we, we're very collaborative and and local food coordinators are that the spoke from the, the out to the community, basically. And that's, that is largely how we have gone the static directory to an interactive resource um, along with our, our communications efforts. We've gone from nothing really because Abundant Montana was just static to doing a lot of active outreach to consumers and producers to educate folks about the value of local food, specifically to consumers, and then promoting Abundant Montana as a resource to producers. So yeah, a lot of just wonderful people doing really, really good work, I'd I'd say is the the key to that transition. Yeah, I love um, the local food coordinators model. And um, it seems like it's just taking off in terms of the concept with other organizations thinking, well, wow, that's such a great concept because people are, especially in Montana, where it's just so rural and it's hard for the not-for-profit community that might be based in a specific locale to do work in in some of these communities mm-hmm. and build trust and and have their the knowledge of what's happening in terms of agriculture and local foods and especially in some of the more rural places though i i just love the concept and um and i think it it has been it's been really great to see how it's it's helped promote all the different types of agriculture that montana has Mm -hmm. Well, you had you started to mention this that abundant Montana is it's meant to help consumers find local food, but it's also can be utilized as a, a resource for producers to do outreach and marketing for their businesses. So, I was wondering if you can talk a little bit about how a producer can utilize the the platform um, and all of the great work that's being done by the local food coordinators to um, do some some outreach for their farm businesses. Yeah, I'd say the primary goal, just to back up one level, is to grow the demand for local food. That's that's the purpose of us interacting with consumers as well as producers. And then from, so from the producer perspective, interacting with them, we either can promote producers for them through our marketing channels as Abundant Montana promoting, let's say you have a, you have a farm and we say, Hey, they got a bunch of, you, you have a bunch of zucchini. So we can do that through our channels. And then we can also support you as a producer or a farm business, food or farm business in doing that yourself through technical assistance services, supporting you improving your website, taking on an e-commerce website. And and that has that has been a, a new development in our services actually, our technical assistance services. 
that is supported and and actually the work is done by Taste Local Difference because they've been doing this successfully for nine years and they they have these valuable services to their producers. They're able to support us in in doing that for our for Montana food and farm businesses as well. So but yeah, I'd, I think first and foremost, I would highly recommend local food coordinators in your area and engaging with them. We're always looking for local food news and and content to post to engage with our audience, our consumer audience. So if you as a as a food and farm business are interacting with the local food coordinator, you might have an event coming up. You can tell the local food coordinator they will will get that in the in the newsletter. So beyond so there's there's the technical assistance and supporting producers and doing it themselves and us doing it for people, the promotion of of businesses and with the goal of growing the demand for local food. So yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. And I first was wondering is like some of those services that you were talking about, the technical assistance and helping like create their own content and and stuff and web presence. Is that a fee for service or is it? Okay. So how is, how is that structured? So the model that we are adopting that is being used in Michigan by Taste Local Difference, and we are venturing to create here. They also started as a program of a nonprofit, as we are, but moved to a for-profit entity. So the idea is that we are providing a valuable service that is worth more than what we are contributing. And producers and farm and food businesses are are seeing the value of that and willing to support that. And we're not relying on, on grant funding and, and kind of wondering, you know, are we going to be able to do the work that we want to do? So the, yeah, the moving towards a for-profit self-funded model is, is an important aspect for the longevity of Abundant Montana while, you know, keeping the focus at affordable marketing services, because we're dealing with food and farm businesses who they're not banks or lawyers or folks that might have a much larger marketing budget. Yeah, that's great. And so they can like if for example, I am in the middle of updating my WordPress site for my farm and I am pulling my hair out cuz I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> so if I were wanting to contract for your services, I would just go to the Abundant Montana and there's um webpage and there's like a a place there where I can find get in touch with you about those those things. And and yeah, that's where the the local food coordinators are are resources, so okay. depending on where you would be located. I, I don't know if this is a hypothetical or a no, real this situation. Is actually, no, this, this is, is real. A, okay. a real situation, but I, I did find somebody to kind of help me and I'm doing a trade for this particular thing. But I mean, it is this is really happening to me right now on a yeah. nightly basis, just trying to figure out my webpage. Yeah, so the being engaged with the local food coordinator, they, they're they educated and, and versed on all of the services that we provide and would be the resource to support you and in finding the service you're looking for. And in this case, connecting you to the expert that would be helping you with your website. Okay. And so 
I so the local food coordinators are in like specific regions throughout Montana. Is that right? And so again, how do how do you get how do the part the producers get in touch with their local food coordinators? Are they just listed on the Abundant Montana webpage, or how how can they get in touch? Currently, we are improving our website so that that information is readily available to producers and. And it's clear, depending on, we, we break up the state by county and local food coordinators are responsible for a certain region of the state, certain counties. And so that information in our upgrading of the website will be available to producers and, and clear who you as a producer would contact for as a local, the local food coordinator in your region. Last time I saw there were like, were there like six regions? in Montana that y'all had outlined? Um, is that correspond with the local food coordinators? And what are those regions? Do you know those off the top of your head? So the local food guide magazine has, I think we're at nine regions broken up in the magazine while we have six local food coordinators. So it's not the, it's not the same regions. We broke up the, the state for the local food guide magazine. Okay. As the as the regions, the sales and territories for the local food coordinators, but yeah, that'll be also clear on our website. Okay, great. Yeah, so people can, and we'll have um, the abundant Montana uh, link in in the like subtext of this podcast, so people will be able to look look at that. The ATRA website has been connecting sustainable agriculture students and farmers around the country for decades. Our free internship hub makes it easy to find interns or farmers looking to hire interns. If you're looking for some practical experience on a working farm to bolster your studies, or you want to pass on the wisdom of your experience in exchange for some willing elbow grease, stop by at atra.incat.org. Yeah, so right now we have a local food coordinator in the Missoula area covering kind of the western side of the state. We have a local food coordinator in Helena that's covering kind of south central and southwestern Helena Butte area. We have a local food coordinator in Livingston covering south central uh, Bozeman Livingston area. We have a local food coordinator just east of Billings covering the southeast corner. We just hired a new local food coordinator in Brockton, which is a very northeast part of the state. And then we have a local food coordinator in Harloton, covering central and north central. Unfortunately, she is she is leaving us. But yeah, so those are currently what we have. And as one of our local food coordinators is leaving, we'll be changing a bit. Okay, great. Yeah, it's great to know more people, you know, as, as producers in Montana are visualizing where they're at and trying to figure out who to, who to connect with that, that's super helpful. Absolutely. And so you were mentioning the local food guide and it's, it's lovely and and it's an amazing resource, but um, can you tell us how farmers and possibly farmers market vendors can utilize this and PDF resource for specific marketing opportunities? Because I saw that you did some profiles of farms. And so how do, how does that work? So 
specific farms and and farmers markets ranches if they're listed as on abundant montana's website they will be listed in the local food guide for everyone the the magazine is distributed statewide so that is supporting people in montana finding them to get montana grown food beyond that becoming a partner of abundant montana is the first step of engaging with us um, beyond the listing and that provides a more detailed listing in the local food guide and is actually a requirement to gain access to the local the local food marketing services that we have both us promoting you and us supporting you promoting yourself so partnership gets you for the local food guide specifically gets you a upgraded listing with more information beyond that there are some upgrades you can make to the listing that are paid to get a photo and a description to go along with the listing that helps to draw people to your farm or farmer's market. Um, and then we, the, it, is, it is costly to produce a magazine. So to pay for the resource, we sell advertisements, anything from a, an eighth of a page to a full page. And then beyond that, even some story content in our local food guide. So there's, yeah, there's lots of different ways, recipes even. We're doing a product this year that offers promotion via a recipe in our recipe section. So it would be, you know, could be sponsored by a ranch that has beef that we're making a recipe using their beef and and displaying information about that business on the recipe. So there's there's a lot of different ways and that's all creative work from our communications folks to promote a business in the local food guide. Yeah. It did, did that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Cool. Yeah. So I actually, um, I, I do a lot of marketing talks and I utilize, or I suggest that people look to the online platform of Abundant Montana to actually locate marketing channels that are interested in purchasing local foods. So mm-hmm. just wondering if you have any thoughts or um, suggestions about how farmers can utilize this platform to find specific market channels that are wanting to buy local foods. And and then also um, if, if a, a, a farmer wants to get started with farmers markets, how they, how can, they use Abundant Montana to do that? Yeah, because we have mapped local food resources from farms and ranches to restaurants, grocery stores, farmers markets, mostly for a consumer to find local food, but it can double as a as a way for producers to find restaurants, grocery stores, a farmers market to sell their product at if they're you know for a farmers market or to sell their, sell their products to grocery stores and restaurants who prioritize local food. So part of our listing process is the, list, the business listing signs a pledge. And one of the points in that pledge is to continue to prioritize local food in their business. So if you're a restaurant or grocery store and you sign up for a listing with Abundant Montana, you're pledging to continue to prioritize using local food. And so if a producer finds a restaurant or grocery store on the on Abundant Montana, 
they'd be a great resource to reach out to to sell the producers' products too. And that's we're we're working on ways to use our directory and our database to support that business to business connection and actually have an event coming up called Abundant Connections that is to do just that. Um, and I can talk about that if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, that was actually my next question is, um, yeah, just tell us a little bit about the Abundant Connections uh, event. There's a couple of events. It's like a, a two-week long event. So yeah, could you just explain it a little bit? I, it's It seems like a really great um, way for farmers and um, buyers to connect but not have to be at like a in-person type of thing. So if you are familiar with CFAC's Partners on the Plate event that they did, I think in 2019, and then Western Sustainability Exchange used to do a similar event connecting producers to restaurants and buyers. Both of those were in-person events. So our event is all virtual and it will work. Producers and, and buyers will sign up and Producers will say, this is when I'm available to meet during the week of, uh, of Valentine's Day. Actually, it's a, it's a one-week event, and that'll be displayed for buyers. They're, each one will provide information about what they offer, if they're a producer, and what they're looking for, if they're a buyer. And they'll be able to see each other's information and say, oh, I want to I wanna meet up, have a meeting with this producer because I'm looking for what they're providing as a buyer. And it's all facilitated virtually via Zoom meeting. And yeah, producers will provide their availability. And then buyers can go sign up for a time slot during that availability the week of February 13th, I want to say. Yes, that um, is correct. That is, <laughs> okay, cool. February 13th. Is it the, just the full week, Monday through Friday yeah. or Monday through yeah. Sunday? Okay, yeah. So starting yeah. on the 13th. So we'll have a kickoff meeting on Monday, introducing the event there'll be an explanation of how it'll work, um, how to sign up for a meeting with a producer. And producers can also reach out to buyers because they'll see you know, the list of folks who are looking for local food and they can reach out to them because everyone's contact information will be distributed You know, if a producer specifically wants to talk to a buyer. But mostly it'll be buyers saying, I want to talk to this producer. Go, They go and find a time slot in there during their availability over the course of the week, setting up the, we will, as Abundant Montana, set up the Zoom meeting and and make sure that connection is made and they can talk about um, what they're looking for and what they're offering and make connections. Thus the Abundant Connection yeah. uh, t- title. Okay, great. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds great. And there haven't been any buyer producer connecting events for for a couple of years now. So it's exciting to see this happening and in a platform that is quite a bit more flexible than and than the in-person event and, and can also connect uh, producers that might be a little bit further further out than you know where these events have t- typically taken place in like more the more populated towns. So um yeah. and uh, I, I will say that we're in addition to just restaurants, grocery stores, we are working with Aubrey Roth and Harvest of the Month or Montana Team Nutrition to include schools and institutions in this buyer event as well. So um, the event is actually co-hosted by both of our 
I'm on a Montana and Montana team nutrition, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that, um, that sounds about right. Yeah. To to make connections beyond just yeah grocery stores, restaurants, um, but also to schools and and institutions involved in Harvest of the Month. That's great. Yeah. So it, for producers that are wanting to venture into selling to schools, this this would be another really great opportunity to to make those connections. So is it only a, a food based products or would, for example, I'm thinking of my flowers or uh, other agricultural products that might not be food based? What is there an opportunity there or is it mainly for food products? Right now, we include um, nurseries and cut flowers in our scope. So like soap and cosmetics, we um, have chosen to not include at the moment, but we are including like flower farms and uh, nurseries in the scope of what we map currently. Okay. Well, I also saw in terms of resources for producers, you're doing a virtual training series on social media marketing called Marketing Buzz. Um, so I personally signed up for my my farm. And um, could you talk a little bit about that format too? And how can that support vendors and other farmers with their marketing strategy? Absolutely. Yeah. The marketing buzz is aimed at the supporting food and farm businesses marketing themselves and providing technical assistance specifically around social media marketing. So even for me, it's it's kind of can be kind of mind-boggling to think about marketing a business through social media. And our Abundant Montana assistant director, Sammy, and communications expert has put together this video series, six-part series going through kind of some ways to improve how a business promotes himself on social media. So there are 10-ish minute videos, and there's some homework to do afterwards uh, to to follow up and, and take action on what the video is about. And yeah, it's a free resource to anybody. And yeah, hopefully it's it's a useful resource to support that technical assistance in um, helping food and farm businesses promote themselves. Great. And um, we'll make sure that we include the link to, to sign up for the marketing buzz in the subtext of this podcast. There's two live presentations of the videos. So the dates are not coming to be at this, at this moment, and I don't have them in front of me, but there's, there's a date where Sammy will be presenting the first three videos, the first three modules and taking questions. And then there's a second date for the second three videos. And there are Q and a times included so that for people they're available. Now you can go through them before the meeting, or you can watch them at the meeting at that live webinar for the first time, and then ask questions if, if you have any. Okay. That's good to know. Cause I thought there might be a little bit of different content versus the, but it's pretty much the same content that is um, being presented in the video series. Yes. Yeah. And, and designed to 
help, you know, ask, answer questions. So the, the first live session is January 17th. And the second live session is January 30th. Those events can be found on our website in the event section, as well as in our newsletter at the bottom, we have a list of events for the month of January. And at that point, will the marketing buzz end or if farmers are uh, not able to make this, especially for this particular podcast, because we're going to be airing this podcast in late January. So um, they would they would miss that first uh, Mm. Q&A opportunity. But I was really hoping that it would be a, a good way to promote at least the recorded modules. Yeah, they'll they the live sessions will be recorded as well. So if you wanted to listen in on questions other people had, and then the the modules themselves are available indefinitely. We're not going to turn them off at the end of the month. So Perfect. yeah, they'll be they'll be available going forward. All right. Well, farmers start preparing for their next season and are thinking about their marketing strategies. Do you do you have some suggestions to wrap up this podcast and helping them get their business names and uh, enterprises out there? I would I would definitely recommend the marketing buzz. Um, Sammy does an excellent job with our marketing and that can support any business and bolstering their own marketing efforts. And then if anyone's interested in local food marketing services that we provide, such as um, having a a more advanced promotion in the local food guide, or taking advantage of our technical assistance services, all that information is on our website under local food marketing services in the about menu of our website. That webpage will, will outline becoming a partner, digital marketing services, local food guide, marketing services, our technical assistance, marketing services, business-to-business opportunities as well. And in the very least, if uh, farmers that are selling local, it's pretty easy to just join um, and list your farm on Abundant Montana. Is that right? Yes, super easy. If you go to AboundantMontana.com and click login in the top menu, if you're not listed already, you can register and you'll create a password and an account that you'll use to log in and, and you can create a listing for your business. Or if, if, if you have multiple businesses, you can create multiple listings. That allows you to go back in and edit it. And it's it's always free to list online. There's no cost associated with, with that. So encourage everyone if you're not listed to to do so all right well thanks drew for um taking the time to outline all the different ways abundant montana is making local foods uh more abundant in montana (laughs) and and also how helping producers understand that not only is it a tool to help consumers find local food but it's also a tool to utilize in their own outreach and marketing efforts. You nailed it. Yeah. So thank um, you. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Tammy. This was fun. Yeah. Great. Well, um, I guess we'll see you on social media probably. (laughs) 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 Okay. Thanks, Drew. Bye-bye. That's it for this episode. 
Thanks for listening. Additional information about this episode and related resources can be found at atra.incat.org. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe to Voices from the Field wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Rich Myers. ATRA, Voices from the Field, is produced by the National Center for Appropriate Technology, headquartered in Butte, Montana. It's supported by the USDA Rural Business Cooperative Service as part of NCAT's ATRA Sustainable Agriculture Program. Any opinions, findings, conclusions, or recommendations expressed in this recording are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of the USDA or NCAT. We'll catch you again next week, and until then, keep on farming.